Let's turn in God's Word to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. And we'll be reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 23. Philippians 4, verses 1 through 23. And beginning in verse 1, these are God's words. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eudeus and beseech Syntyche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with, my, with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that Ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel which I departed, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Those are God's words. And as this letter now comes to a close, the Apostle Paul, through verse 9, encourages us to many Christian duties to honor the Lord. Verse 2, once again, he tells us, uh, tells the, the ladies in the congregation there, and communicates to us the same, to be of the same mind, to be united in the truth. As well, he, he says to help the ladies who served him, to serve Paul that, so, that they, so that he could preach the gospel. He, they helped him and served him so that he could preach the gospel and so help them, he says. And the duty uh, then of joy and rejoicing in the Lord, he says, and he communicates the Christian duty of moderation in all things, our duty to prayer and even how to think, verse 8, how to think. In verse 8, and then through verse 19, the example set before us of being content in all circumstances, in plenty and in want, as the Apostle communicates his thankfulness to those who showed kindness to him in his affliction while he's in prison, while he was in prison. And then he concludes the letter with praise and the final greetings to the church there in Philippi. As we think of this particular chapter, uh, Congregation, we are to put on the Christian duties that Christ commands of us and to pray to the Lord for them, that we would be supplied with uh, the fulfilling of these duties unto his praise and that he would make us righteous by his grace. Let's pray. Well, Father, thank you once again for your word. We're thankful that you teach us your word and that you grant to us, the, even here, the many Christian duties that are required of us as followers of Jesus Christ, even the duty to be of one and the same mind in accordance with the truth. And Father, we pray that you would grant that to each one of us here together, that we would be united, but not only here, but throughout the whole world, your church, as your people, we would be one. And right now there are divisions upon divisions upon divisions in your church. And so, Father, lead your people unto the truth and conviction of the truth that we might all be one together. And Father, we praise you for the many, the many ladies in the congregation. We're thankful for them. We pray that you would cause them to be godly servants unto you and that we would also as a congregation help them when they need help. Uh, we know that as you teach us that women are weaker and so help us all to help one another and help especially the ladies of the congregation when they're in need, especially widows, uh, orphans, when that comes about. We're thankful for uh, Sheila, who is a widow. We pray that we would be of help to her in service, especially. We're thankful that she uh, is able to live with her brother, which was uh, uncommon in uh, the days, ancient days. We're thankful that there is some help there for her and are thankful for her brother who's been coming to worship in the mornings. We pray that you would continue to work in his heart and that he might even join with us if that would be your will. Father, we ask that you would grant to us moderation in all things, that we would not be uh, to take up idols 
and worship them and become so entranced by the things of this world, but to do so in all, to do so in moderation, all things, uh, all good things in moderation, all those false things and evil things. We pray that you would cause us to put all those things to death, to, away from us and to flee from them, uh, that you would bless your people and not hinder our sanctification uh, as we run into sin. We pray that we would turn from it and turn unto you in Christ your Son, and that you would forgive us and shower us with your grace. And Father, we plead that you would also uh, grant to us to be a giving congregation. We know as the church, uh, Paul thanks you uh, for here, uh, the church in Philippi, for being the only church to help him in his time of need. And Father, we pray that we would be a congregation like that. And so that you would supply our every need. So supply our families that we might give righteously, being good stewards of what you've provided for us, so that we might, as a congregation, give to those in need and to give uh, for the sake of worshiping you, that we might praise you and glorify your name, that another church would be able to be raised up by you through your servants and your instruments, even this congregation and presbytery, that we might be able to help more people and to bring the gospel to bear upon more lives. And uh, we plead this, that you would do so quickly, for we desire uh, your provision and your provision of your word to many nations, that they would turn unto Christ. And so we plead even for the provision of the Holy Spirit, that you would pour forth your Spirit. And Father, we're thankful, even as we read here, of the, um, the greetings that Paul sent to those in Caesar's household, and how you, even of the one who saw himself as the emperor of Rome and had those who worked for him or in his household who were saints, even though at the time he, being a very wicked ruler, and yet there were saints in his household. And we praise you for that. Uh, you can do that. and You can do many good and Great things that we often doubt that you can do. And so grant us greater faith, knowing that you can turn this nation to you. You can turn our rulers to you and even those in their household to you. And we pray that you would. And for the sake of your church and your kingdom and your glory, to show forth your power and your irresistible grace. Father, we pray for our Presbytery meeting coming up in a couple weeks. We ask that you would guide the elders and the ministers who meet at that time to give them discernment and, as we heard this morning, not to compromise, but to be consistent with the, their profession of faith, to be consistent with your word, to be godly judges and decision makers in accordance with pure and perfect wisdom, 
that your will, we would know, would be done there. And we pray that it would be done on earth as it is in heaven, even here. We pray for the, the congregations in San Antonio and Houston. You would provide ministers for them. Uh, Father, we pray as well for those who are often forsaken the assembling together of your, of the, of your people in worshiping you. Father, how, at least to me, and uh, hopefully to all of us, it is grieving to our souls to look around and see those who have committed themselves to be here who are not here, who are members of this congregation who are not here. And uh, Father, we're thankful for the encouragement you give to us of how to build one another up in love and good works, even by encouraging and exhorting those who are not here, as is uh, the thing that some do not be here, as is the manner of some, as you say in your word, to love, to encourage, to love and good works. We pray that we would reach out to them, not only myself as the minister and elder, Maine, but that all of us, as we're encouraged there, out of love for our brothers and sisters in Christ, that we would reach out to them and exhort them to be here. And so, Father, grant that to each one of us. Give us a conviction of the need to do that in order for your people to be upheld, uh, that the, there is care and love from this congregation to those who are not here. Pray that you would communicate that to them. That they would hear and see that and seek to be here with your people. Because we know, you know, of course, you've taught us in your word that it's the best thing to, the, the way of blessing is to be here. The way to grow in faith is to be here. The, great, the way to grow in knowledge and understanding and wisdom is to be here. And so, Father, we pray that you would grant us that ability to exhort our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Even convict, uh, confront them of their sin, where there is sin, uh, just like you teach us in Matthew 18. And give us the words from your word to do so at the appropriate times. Father, we pray as well for our nation and the world, as there seems to be great conflict and chaos and wars and rumors of wars all over the place. Maybe more so now in the Middle East that we think of that seems to be in the news a lot, which doesn't make it more important. But Father, we are aware of it. We pray that you would grant to us your word. You would grant to us um, and the many there who are your people, safety, provision, protection. Uh, but we're not, Father, and it's not your will to do so. We pray that your name would be praised and glorified and many, even of those martyrs. Uh, that they would uh, be a godly example to those around them who persecute them. And those who persecute them would be so afflicted of guilt and, and they would see their need of Christ, the, the Son and Savior, and turn to Him by faith. Even those who are Jews, even those who are Muslims, we pray that your name would be praised and that in this nation, 
that we would not be those who seek out wars and wars and wars unending, but that we would seek, the nation would seek out just wars only. And uh, Father, we pray that you would grant wisdom and discernment to them and to us of what that means, uh, for it is often very difficult for us to understand. Father, cause us now as we worship you, uh, cause us to see your son, Jesus Christ, and grant to us, your people, much blessing, not because we deserve it, but because of Christ, your son. And so for his praise and his glory, bless your people, your covenant people. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.